what is shared in this podcast is solely for awareness and psychoeducational purposes. Therefore, none of the information shared constitutes for any therapeutic services. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Mental Health Calloquy with Tsolo. I am your host, Kinna Tsolo. This week we discuss anger and these are the topics that we will be touching on. What is anger? Where does it stem from? What are the types of anger? The feelings associated with anger? stages of anger as well as self-help techniques for someone dealing with anger and as per usual we are going to seal the episode nicely with thoughtful thursday Alrighty, let's get into it okay so what is anger The American Psychological Association defines anger as an emotion that is characterized by antagonism. So antagonism is active hostility. So this active hostility will be towards someone or something that the person who's feeling um, the antagonism will feel as though someone else has deliberately done them wrong. Anger is a normal emotion. Uh, It's a normal response for as long as it's not excessive and causing problems. So when it gets to be excessive, that means it's no longer the normal response, the normal anger. It's now rage. So when it gets to a point where it's excessive, it will have an effect on the person who's feeling it. And this will start... um, making their heart rate increase, their BP to increase, and there'll be like noticeable physical changes. Like a person, some of them, they shake, like when they are so angry, they start shaking and they'll start forming fists and sweating on their palms. So those are the um, some of the physical noticeable changes that a person can pick up. Now, where does anger stem from? Research shows that anger never occurs in isolation. Hence, it is characterized as a second-hand emotion, meaning anger comes forth due to a trigger. So for anger to manifest, there needs to be like a primary emotion. And this primary emotion, it could be pain, it could be um, threat, it could be frustration, it could be abuse. Really, it could be anything like the stem of anger is not fixated on one particular thing. It could be different things um, causing this second hand emotion to like manifest. So for the manifestation of anger to happen, um, there needs to be a combination of the primary emotion as well as the anger triggering thought. So that is how um, anger stems. Now we move to the types of anger. So anger exists in several levels and spectrums, and therefore we have different types of anger. So the first one is assertive anger. The second one is behavioral anger. This one usually it's, um, it points to physical reaction, like a person will have a physical reaction. 
Number three, we have chronic anger. Number four, we have destructive anger. Um, this one is characterized by um, extreme irritability and hatred. Um, number five, we have judgmental anger. Number six, overwhelmed anger. This one is unpredictable because there has been like anger buildup over time. So when a person reacts, it's like, whoa, what just happened? Because that's not something that you would normally see from that person. Number seven is passive aggressive anger. Um, this one is when the person will suppress and avoid conflict. Like the anger is there. But it will suppress it and then just so that they can avoid the conflict. And then we have retaliatory anger. This one is all about revenge. Okay. So it's those type of people that, um, you know, I think growing up, we used to hear um, words like, I think even now it's still a thing. I'm not sure. But yeah. It's basically that thing that if, let's say, two men were fighting and then maybe the other one feels, you know what, you know what, I didn't show you what I'm capable of. Therefore, <laughs> and then they will obviously plan their revenge and yeah, that's the type of anger. And then number nine, we have um, self-abusive anger. Um, this one is... Um, characterized by shame it's characterized by low self-esteem it's basically internalized and then number 10 is silent anger this one is where the person just keeps it to themselves um, which i feel over time it can gravitate towards being overwhelmed anger where a person will just burst you know unpredictably because of the build-up of anger Number 11, we have verbal anger. Um, this one, I think it's self-explanatory. The person would be aggressive. Um, they will abuse you, like verbally. And then number 12, we have volatile anger. This is like the explosive anger where, sheesh, like a lot can just happen. A person can break doors, they can break windows, they can yeah, they can cause a lot of damage. It's 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 the explosive one. And then we also have the displayed displaced anger. So this one is when um the person who's angry blames other people, even if what may have occurred is because of them, like it's their fault. They'll just put the blame on someone else. So yeah, those are the types of anger. And then moving into the feelings that are associated with anger, um, what a person who's feeling angry, what they may feel, um, this would be the tightening of the chest, muscle tension, sweating, which is more on like their palms, the heart rate increases and it becomes rapid, the nostrils will flare, um, this is to let, to let in more air. And then the breathing will also increase so that they can get more oxygen. I'm sure you guys have seen, whether it's in real life or on, in movies, 
when someone gets angry, like you, you do see the nostrils flare up a bit. That is to um, let in more air. And then you can see like the chest rapidly going like up and down so fast. That is because the breathing increases and they want more oxygen, right? And then the unhealthy anger feelings or signs that a person may portray um, is they always want to hurt others. Um, they're striving to make other people feel what they're feeling. They lose their temper and they will have like resentment, which they can plan a revenge, you know, make sure that they hurt that person so that they can feel what they felt. And yeah, so the first part, that was the normal anger. And then the other part is the unhealthy anger, which um, manifests into rage, basically. What are the stages of anger? Anger has stages, which means that um, the anger will vary in intensity. Some things or some people, they will just trigger, you know, like a mild annoyance. And while others make a person, you know, explode. So the more core social and biological needs of a person are threatened, the more intense the anger will be. First stage is getting triggered. The trigger could be internal or it could be external. In this stage, a person can evaluate the situation and not act, you know, in a in a bad way or not react in a bad way. Number two, uh, stage two, it's buildup of anger. Here, your brain will tell you as to why your anger is justified through revisiting past events leading to anger building up in you. There is a chance in this stage to like stop and pause and reevaluate again to see if what your brain tells you is true or not. If the situation is not perceived as a threat, then the person will cool off. However, if the story in your brain is justified here, then the anger buildup continues leading to stage three, which is preparing for action. So in this stage, your body will then reach a certain threshold where the body will prepare for action. In this stage, the body is now under the grip of anger. And then stage four, the feeling, um, feeling the impulse to act. So now there's that urge that, you know what, I need to act. I need to release all of this thing that I'm feeling inside of me. So here your body will push you to take action. Um, remember, it already prepared you for action in the previous stage, right? So the act is usually an impulsive act. Um, this is the buildup of tension needing a release of some sort. Stage five acting on the anger this is the stage where a person is not thinking rationally and a person is motivated by hostility the fight or flight survival instinct is very much in charge here so um the person like they won't have control of what's happening what they want at this point is just to release 
this impulse that they feel. Number six, the relief stage. This is the stage where a person feels unburdened because they have released the tension or the impulse of anger. So basically, they just feel relieved at this point. Then following, it's the recovery stage. Here, the person starts to cool down since the anger has subsided completely and they are back to their senses. Uh, the person may start to have feelings of guilt, regret, shame, and basically feel like they were not themselves. So during this stage, also, um, the survival mode wears off and the safe mode comes back and a person can now again start thinking rationally and actually feel bad for what may have transpired during the heat of anger. And the final stage is repair. This final stage is where the person reflects on the behavior they portrayed during the heat of anger and they learn from it. So these stages of anger, they were um, shared by um, Hannon Pavers. I hope I'm saying it correctly. Um, he holds um, a Master's of Arts in Psychology as well as a as an MBA. So these are the stages that a person who's going through anger can experience. And then we have the self-help techniques to manage anger. So if your anger is not controllable, where you are always exploding and unable to evaluate and self-regulate, then what can help you is definitely going for counseling. You guys know in this podcast, we root for therapy. So if this is you, please do consider counseling because um, it will help you with identifying the root of your anger as well as identifying your triggers while simultaneously helping you learn how to express your feelings, right? So another self-help technique is refrain from fixing problems when you feel your anger is at the level where it's difficult to control. So calm down first, then fix whatever problem that needs to be fixed. Because I think common sense to tells us all that, you know, when we are all like, in high spirits, we are angry, we're just going to do more damage, you know, people end up saying things that they don't even mean, you know, and then it causes more problems, so it's better to calm down first, calm down yourself, self-regulate, then approach whatever problem that needs to be fixed. Another self-help technique would be to do self-work. Analyze situations and try to see why such a situation was a trigger for you, you know. And then also ask for help when you need it. Help is never out of reach. Um, you know, but about Pirisana and Libona, and these should obviously be people that you trust. So ask for help. If you feel maybe going for therapy by yourself is not enough, then ask someone that you trust to accompany you so that it feels better or easier. 
Another thing that you can do is to actively reduce anger by being active through exercising. Take a walk. Um, I don't know. Do do something that's gonna keep you active. You know, when you are active, then your brain also sort of relaxes. Another self help tip is to just find unharmful ways to release your tension. If you feel horio, like I am at the point where I am now shaking, I really cannot control what I'm feeling. Just find something that is unharmful that can, you know, help you release that tension. Instead of um, going out there and beating people, it could end very badly. It could end badly. You could just, without even your intention, beat someone and the worst happens, they die. So now you're going to be um, held responsible for someone's death and it was not even your intention. So even though in the heat of the anger, it's difficult to think rationally, but just, just try. Try and it's always better to reevaluate while you're still in the early, early stages of anger you know, then you can respond or react better. And then the final one is to calm down and control your emotions. It's possible to control your emotions. It's possible to control how you react. So do it. Do that. All right. Next up, we have Thoughtful Thursday. This week's Thoughtful Thursday um, quote is from Ambrose and it says, I quote, no one heals himself by wounding others, unquote. I don't even want to find myself and just ruin that quote because I feel like it's just straightforward. However, <laughs> I want to say to heal yourself, honestly, you need to face yourself. You need to face your triggers. And you need to work on them so that next time when something happens and it triggers you, your response won't be the same because you have started your healing journey. So don't let a spare of a moment thing cost you a lifetime of regret. You don't want that. And I don't want that either. So you can do it. You can react better. You know you can do it as well. So please act that way. Okay? Alrighty. So this is where we wrap up today's episode, or rather this week's episode of Mental Health Colloquy with Tulu. I will see you guys on the next one. Until then, keep well and God bless.